Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. I'm here with Bart. Hello. And Alex. Woo! 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 So we have another exciting episode for you today. We'll be going over Portugal, Georgia, Cyprus, and Switzerland. So four, well, three very different songs and two songs that sound pretty the same. <laughs> two two different. Oh, okay. If you're counting the two songs, like combining them. Yeah, I don't know. My, my numerical metaphors are not. Not only they sound very similar, and they're both fucking bangers. So let's not shit on like the songs that are bringing the party to Eurovision. That's true. I love them both. But again, spoilers. I guess. Um, but like, first, let's do the other two. But first, let's do the other two. Uh, so I guess we'll dive right in. You really set those two up for success, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did nothing. They're just successful on their own. <laughs> They're just not going to get you out of your chair, I feel. Well, we'll Great. see. I have, so, I have some thoughts about Portugal, and we can dive right in. Um, so the winner of Festival de Cansao for Portugal was Conan Osiris with his song Telemuvish, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Okay, sure. Let's, uh, let's hit play. Se a vida ligar, se a vida mandar mensagem Se ela não parar e tu não tiveres coragem na tener Tu já sabes o que é que vai acontecer Eu vou tirar a minha escada, vou estragar o telemóvel O telemóvel, eu vou partir o telemóvel O teu e o meu, eu vou estragar o telemóvel Eu quero viver e escangalhar o telemóvel that sentiment honestly <laughs> it's like i mean i feel like portugal has had a good track record recently of setting like slightly offbeat entries to eurovision um it worked out really well for them obviously in 2017 when they won and this one is like i it's like very performance arty there's like the like gold edward scissor hands and like spoons See, i'm on thinking his face. like it's like an edward scissor hand slash big bird going on yeah <laughs> There's like a lot of moving pieces and there's like parts of the song so it is really beautiful but then overall you just kind of like leave being like oh <laughs> like oh yeah well I mean it's certainly like impactful and memorable um, I actually really like this like I think it's really like out there and creative like it's not a song I like like listen to just like on Spotify while I'm like jamming yeah. out to my Eurovision playlist but it's I don't know like I'm mesmerized by this performance it's like very like it's like avant-garde like it's the dancing is like incredible and like I haven't seen anything like it before. It's like this weird combination of ballet and voguing and like I don't even know what. But I like the xylophone chorus. It honestly just kind of feels like like a performance art piece I would see in like a big gallery space, like at MoMA or something. Yeah. yeah. But then like which is like cool and I definitely gonna respect it, but then putting that in Eurovision is like a little bit of like a disconnect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that it's a risk and that it's memorable and that like, you know, it's 
people are going to have opinions on it, right? It's not just like a forgettable everyday song that people are just like, oh, what was the entry list here? (laughs) Right? Like, and I like the fact that Portugal has been kind of sending these sort of off kilter. Mm -hmm. I mean, last year was like, it was a nice little song. It wasn't like anything too risky or anything, but I don't know. I, I'm happy this is going. It's not in my like top, but I am just, I'm glad that, there's something like weird and memorable and your vision's back to being weird. <laughs> Go Portuguese in- entry for existing. <laughs> I, your vision weird is what I'm getting from Max. <laughs> yeah. I am going to say the lyrics are a little like, I didn't know what the lyrics were before. And like, I liked like the, the, the weird, like ancient, but modern, like futuristic vibe to it. Like that weird contrast. <laughs> can we, can we add real quick that like, while we were watching it, Max said that the performance made a lot more sense after looking at the lyrics. And Bart and I were like, huh. (laughs) I think it does. So the lyrics are all about how, like, he broke his phone, I guess. Yeah. How do you get he broke his phone from... Out of Big Bird Scissorhands. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... There's, like... I don't really get the phone thing. Like, like when I read the lyrics, I'm like, that, I guess, makes sense. I don't get the phone thing from the performance. But there's parts of it where he's like... I killed my, I don't really know what saudade means. Like, there's a bit of a description here, but I guess there's not really an English equivalent. But he's like, I know that my saudade is dead. The one who shot the arrow is me. And there, there's that moment where they're kind of, like, shooting something. So and the dancer, lying. like, falls and, like, he's dead and he's, like, writhing on the ground. So and, wait, like, that's the representative of the saudade. Or is his phone the connection to It's about, longing. like, disconnecting and so basically, he like went like a phone cleanse and Twitter cleanse for a week, and I wrote one of those think pieces about it and how it was so changed. But it's also a song and a performance song. art piece. Honestly, but maybe that like is... like it less. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is so like liberal pushy. <laughs> like I want you to feel the fact that I disconnected, <laughs> not just read about it. I mean, like, I... okay. I think reading the lyrics kind of takes away the mystery. And yeah, I'd I maybe don't a, love it as much. I think it's a metaphor. But I don't think we really have time <laughs> to do like deep literary analysis of it right now. So we'll leave it as Hey, it we had a whole thing about Hungary in that one episode. And the wind. And you guys gave me shit for the metaphors. I mean, I think this one is a metaphor. But. <laughs> okay. Well, very creative. Very avant-garde. I'm into it. And I'm glad it's going to your vision. Metaphor or not. <laughs> <laughs> I like metaphors, okay? And I like my cell phone, so moving on. <laughs> okay. So next, uh, we are going to listen to George's entry. Georgia is sending Otto Nemzadze with his song Sultsin Yare. So that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's 
it seems just like normal power ballad at the beginning. And he's very intense and has like a pretty awful outfit. But like a strong stage presence, I guess. But in the national performance, it just starts like getting like all these flames. And there's like a lot of Georgian flags in the background. And just a little like... Right wing nationalisty a little bit. Yeah, it like we were feels like, that way. We were reading the lyrics and we we're like, okay, so these are not that intense. But then when we saw it with the backdrop of the song, it seemed to relate more to like yeah, nationalism than it I don't know. Did. Go ahead. I mean, as you go your further heart, down, follow your heart. Wounds go across that barbed wire. Definitely sounds like a bit fathers scary. children. Yeah. <laughs> We I will mean, not I split like, up. I was like, is Georgia trying to invade another country right now? Like, because <laughs> that would make a lot Follow of Follow your heart and walk across the sea. We will heal each other's wounds with singing. That seems a little more lovey-dovey than what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and like, I think I was, I was telling Bart during the thing, like, it seems a little like kind of like that song from Les Mis. It's like rallying everyone and at the end the audience people are just like it's like a, a fucking like like he was a preacher like hands up like come into me jesus i feel like if this song were sung by like russia the united states would be like oh my god like send more troops to the line <laughs> <laughs> something's about to happen like it's a little so if we're completely off base we very much encourage our <laughs> listeners to correct us because we don't really know what's going on here. I mean, I don't know. I feel like when you see 50 flags of a nation in the background of like Fire. a pop song competition, like some kind of subtext. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, a lot of staging changes when you're, you know, you perform nationally and you perform internationally. So showing like 500,000 of your flags in your country to like your people is just it gets kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like they probably won't do that for the international yeah. audience. But I mean, I feel, like, I feel like that would make more sense. Like, hey, remember, I'm performing for Georgia <laughs> in case you forgot. Also, if anyone can confirm that the backup singers in this performance at the Georgia National Final are literally just Georgia's entry from last year, Iriel, please let us know because <laughs> it looks like them and sounds like them. I feel like it is. Okay. Well, I I don't know how memorable it's going to be because I think I feel like I've heard this song like I looked this up once and I like could not remember what it actually sounded like so well if they start a war in the middle of the performance <laughs> be maybe if they bring tanks out on the stage <laughs> otherwise right. maybe not maybe they're just going to start invading Israel itself okay 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 no, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Some, some, something a little more. Lighthearted, uh, Cyprus's entry, uh, Tamta with the song Replay. Fun fact same person who wrote Fuego, and also Tamta was actually supposed to swing, sing Fuego last year, but then refused because of, like it couldn't work with their schedule. So they sent Eleni, who was incredible, obviously. And so let's see if this lives up. Say you're feeling lonely 
So I feel like we should have planned the order of this a little bit better because we went from like scary wartime vibes to like, yes, queen, honey, <laughs> serving looks, slay, realness. Well, I, feel like, um, I feel like I'm like rejuvenated now. I'm like, I'm back. I was like, yeah, things are a little scary, but now like I'm here to party. Tomta, like fucking love her. Drop dead gorgeous. So Jesse's also half Georgian. Yes. So I would feel good antidote. <laughs> I would feel great if she won because I feel like it's the appropriate redemption for Fuego too, since she wrote it. It's like Well, well she, she didn't write it. it, someone else wrote it. She's singing. The same writer. Oh. The lady okay. also did not write Fuego. <laughs> oh, I thought you said time to write Fuego. She was supposed to perform it. Oh, perform it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well still, redemption. I yeah, I would say I wanna like hold a little bit of conversation because Red also says Switzerland, which we know is similar. But overall, for me, this song really just comes together. It has, like, that, like, really funky beat. They do a good job of, like, the, like, the, they have, like, that drop. They're, like, I feel like sometimes the Eurovision drops are kind of, like, out of left field and don't really go. And I think this mm-hmm. one just fits in really well with, like, they kind of, like, take the beat through the, like, through, like, the um, verses mm-hmm. and, like, put it into the drop. It just, like, fits really well. I mean, it's flawlessly produced. The music video is, like, gorgeous. Yeah. It she definitely, is definitely serving looks. Like, he is I gorgeous and incredible. We'll have to, I mean... So much of a Lenny last year was like the performance, which obviously will be a whole other thing to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom, I assume Lenny was almost like a singular dancing talent in this sense, but I yeah. feel like if they could definitely do something different for Tomta that kind of shows off her skills, I could really be. I'm curious if she can dance because she's not dancing in the video at all. Um, so if the performance yeah, is going to be like dancing or just her like strutting out there, kind of like, um, what was her name? Armenia in 2017, yeah. like just serving looks. Which, honestly, that's, I feel like if they did it right, it would be, it would be pretty captivating. Like, it's, yeah. like it just has that like replay. It has like a really like funky production that if they could like translate it to stage could be really, really cool visually, yeah. but it could also fall totally flat. So they got, they're getting Sasha Jean-Baptiste to do the staging. It was the same uh, woman who did the staging for Fuego and a lot of other like major Eurovision songs who do really well. She's like one of the best known sort of, I guess, I don't know what the title is, but she's very well known for staging very excellent Eurovision entries. Um, so Did you it's, do Artvik Fly With Me? I think so. Because that's another one I see kind of in this vein of yeah. like funky pop, but like if you do it well, could that be like really cool staging? I'm not sure, but that sounds right. Um, and she's also doing Switzerland's, so this is going to be interesting. Ah, she's going to be busy bee. Yeah. I mean, she normally does like a few every year. So it's exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes at Eurovision, what the staging looks like. We are going to have a discussion about this re-Switzerland in a minute. I can't Um, wait to party to this. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, I feel the same way about this as I did about Fuego. We're like, I want to be in a club making out with a stranger during this song. I just also have to say, like, I feel like we kind of mentioned before, but it was like, I feel like the song's up till now. We're about to go into like a killer's row of like bangers mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks on this podcast. But, like until Tom to I was the first one I heard where it was like a lot of power ballads. Like I wasn't yeah. really feeling anything. And I was like, oh, like, are we really not going to get like that, like club music? And then like this in the first play was like, OK, on we play for the next <laughs> days, like dancing down the street. Like, yeah. That's what we needed. Yeah. You so, brought us back, Tomta. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, Tomta. Okay. So let's move on to Switzerland, who is uh, sl- sending Luca Henny with a song, She Got Me. This was an internal selection, so no competition or anything, much like Tomta also. And yeah, let's, let's hit play. When she go low, when she go low, she go so low, she go so low. Oh, she know, oh, oh, she know, she got me dirty dancing, dirty dancing. 
first go. Everyone go. She got a sturdy dancing. When she go low, when she go low, she goes so low, she goes so low. Oh, she know, oh, oh, she know she got me dirty dancing. so much <laughs> it's so good see i was never like as excited about it as i feel like you guys were like when i listened to it i was like oh okay i don't i don't know like and we were talking a little bit during the performance but i like the the chorus and how it breaks down but i generally find the verses to be a little like oh okay like i'm a little bored <laughs> i don't know i love the whole package like it's I mean, yeah, we were talking like it kind of does jump around from kind of like influences like, uh, you know, there are parts of it that sound a little like kind of like Despacito. Mm-hmm. And then like the breakdowns got this like Mediterranean vibe to it. But I don't know. I think it all works really well together. He's an incredible dancer. He's a good singer. Like and here's my thing <clears throat> about people comparing this in Fuego or sorry, replay is that Tomta like is there and serving looks and it's great and everything. But like. This is the whole package. And people are like, oh, I love replay. And this is trash. And like Switzerland is trash. Oh, oh yeah. There are, people, trash. there are people I have heard people on Twitter and other podcasts just being like, yeah, no, replay is like the greatest thing I've ever heard. And then <laughs> she got me is just absolute trash. And I hate it. I'm like, they are so similar. <laughs> and I would argue that Luca brings the whole package. Like he dances, he sings like it's a lot. Don't know it's even more Tom accessible. Can dance. That's true. I don't know if Tom can dance or not. I'm sure. She and can. I love I love Cypress. Like this is a like replay is excellent. I think Cypress, this is also go after excellent. Max, the whole I don't, country of Cypress. I don't Rise fully <laughs> I don't fully understand how you can like love one and hate the other. That's just my little rant. Yeah, I mean hate is strong. Like I would definitely say that it's like in my top ten. Mm-hmm. But I just when l- looking at the two, like there's no blurry line for me. There's a clear preference for replay. I will say that one of the things that I really enjoyed about the music video is when they have the Mediterranean influence, you very much expect that type of dancing style. And they very much kind of broke the norm on that and did kind of like a breakout, like a more aggressive kind of uh, mix between like hip hop and crump, which I thought was really cool because it worked really well. And I didn't think that that was going to work with that backdrop just because we're so used to kind of more of like a, belly dancer like more sensational yeah. kind of movement yeah the choreography is incredible i think it's really interesting and kind of new yeah i mean my, we're going to elevate the discourse <laughs> my one like my one like flaming hot take on this would be that like switzerland learned they could win by buying celine dion 30 years ago and now they just bought the male version of eleni ferrera <laughs> so like good for you Except, okay he's actually you, swiss he is swiss well <laughs> okay celine dion's like french canadian <laughs> They try to claim a lot of different people in Switzerland. <laughs> but no, I mean, I do say this and this and replay are definitely both and like probably both in my top five at this point. Um, I def, like I think me and Alex have been on the same page. Like for me, Tom to replay like really just like builds on itself as a song. And it's a very coherent package. Whereas she got me like 
definitely like I think just like as it kind of like picks and chooses influences up around a bit so it doesn't all fit together like the breakdown in this is incredible and I would dance to this like if it was this and Tomta at like the club like I would be like ripping three shots of vodka during this song like out while on the dance floor like going crazy um I think at this point it's just hard we haven't seen either of these performances live yet and we're just playing off the video um based on that Tomta is like kind of serving looks looking hot and Luca Hanny is dancing a lot, like much more like in a way that you could see it much more easily translating to stage. And also looking hot. Yes, hot. he is also hot. Um, but I think it's really going to depend. Like if Switzerland kind of goes a very like fuego ripoff, for lack of a better word, like route where it's like very similar and it's just like him dancing is great. But like if he's not able to surpass Eleni and like the dancing is a little bit not as good and like or like his vocals can't also be as good simultaneously. Mm-hmm. People might be like, eh, mm-hmm. this just seems like a not as good version as last year. Whereas, like, yeah. but similarly, like, if Tomta goes out and just, like, can't, like, that kind of serving looks doesn't, like, translate to an engaging stage performance, that could really fall. So I feel like till now, um, as much as I know, like, we're supposed to be making making money, making our hot takes on which is better, like, I am going to abstain, try to abstain. <laughs> like, Tomta replay me for the recording version, I will go with that, but, like, it's really going to be until I see the, those semi-final performances that, like, I would make a call for which one I think will That's would or fair. should win. That's very fair. So, real, real quick, I would like to add that I find it hilarious that for one song, one of you is, like, this song will make me aggressively make out with someone, and this song is gonna make me, you know, like, Fury fist three shots of vodka. And it's like, if it's a great dance, why aren't we dancing? <laughs> I feel like the vodka and the making out should be for like the lame songs. <laughs> but you guys have like all these analogies of other things you're going to be doing on the dance floor than actually dancing. Well, in Lisbon, they played Fuego like five times throughout the course of a night. It's like true. Every 40 minutes. So like, But every time first, was a party. So the first one will be like doing shots. The second one will be dancing, going crazy. The third one will be more shots and making out. And the fourth and fifth one <laughs> Will be like all dancing of it while getting kicked out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Our articles of clothing will be missing. <laughs> yeah, I do want to note that Sasha Jean Baptiste will also be doing the staging for Switzerland. Um, so it's really going to be an interesting combination competition between the two. So if one's like really good and the other one's subpar, are we going to be like this is? <laughs> well, then we can't blame like, it on Sasha Jean Baptiste because she probably puts the same effort in both of them. Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe, Maybe you'd be like, oh, she didn't put as much effort into. Ooh, I see a controversy brewing. Favoritism. I'm, set, I'm setting it up, guys. We have to look into her family lineage to see who she has more. <laughs> are they, they're not in the same semifinal, are they? I believe they are. I'm looking at it now. Are are they? No. Which one is Cyprus? No, they're in separate semifinals. Okay, so they're Cyprus. both easily making it to the Cyprus final. Cyprus will be in semifinal one, and Switzerland will be in semifinal yeah. two, which is great, because we'll finally get to see them head to head. Exactly. Because these are definitely both making it through, yeah. unless yeah. <laughs> they're, like, really shit live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so. and there's, like, really insane performances in the beginning and the end, and then they're placed, like, smack dab in the middle, because I don't think we've ever actually, like, had a real discussion about this, but I think that when their song is chosen is also going to determine like a bit of their favorability. Like you really don't want to be first. Yeah. The final. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, I think the reception to both of them has also been really positive from at least Eurovision fans. And it looks like in the odds, like both are in the top five. I think Mm -hmm. Luca is ahead. He's, I think as of recording, 
Um, Switzerland is third, and Cyprus is fifth. Sixth. Sixth. Um, That's bullshit. But they're both in the top ten, and we know that, like, the odds mean nothing this early until we see Mm -hmm. the staging. Um, So, yeah. I'm excited to see both of them. I really love both these songs. Both these songs would be hits at the club. These songs were definitely both in my top two, and then Sweden came and blew everything up. That will be for many weeks to come. (laughs) I okay. I love I lose my freaking mind every I think I listen to Sweden every day when I wake up and I'm like I'm ready for the okay. day. We will get to Sweden one thing, in a few weeks. The one thing I will say about that, which we'll get to talk when we get to Sweden, is like I think in past years especially, there's always like what the narrative behind a song is. And we had like Jamala in 1944, which is very emotional. Like they kind of played I'm not your toy as like a hashtag me too, like feminist anthem. Body positivity. Um, and then for both of these, like, replay is like, you're my ex and you're jealous of me. And she got me as like, this girl's fucking hot. And like, I'm dancing. So like, I will, like, it will I'm definitely not opposed to Eurovision going back to just like generic pop banger winning. But it will be interesting to see, like, there are some other ones that I think kind of have. Have a story. A more of like a narrative you could build behind them. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see like how that kind of ends up playing. And if the showmanship of these can like lift it past that or if people are going to be like, eh. Yeah. I don't like, especially in the jury and stuff, if they're going to vote for kind of just like a good pop song. I mean, assuming the stage is good, I have, I'm confident that both of these will be in the top 10, maybe even the top five in the end results. Yeah, I, you're right. I don't know if they have what it takes to win because there's not really a narrative behind them. Mm-hmm. Um or a, like a really engaging story that connects with the audience other than just being like a pop banger that's really pleasing and accessible and radio friendly. So Which connects with me. <laughs> Which <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I do go so low. Um. <laughs> you have not seen me on the dance floor. <laughs> it says I'm solo on the underground. Okay. <laughs> on that note, uh, thank you everyone for listening. We have a few more episodes before uh, Eurovision starts. Uh, and so we hope you'll tune in. Meanwhile, please engage with us and follow us on Twitter at SSC underscore pod, on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. Send us an email. Give us your thoughts on what we think about Georgia, on like whether you agree or not. Uh, <laughs> you can send us an email at um, Star Spangled Eurovision at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you again for listening. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.